happy Friday, everybody, or whatever day you are listening. This is your girl, Amber. Hey, hey, it's Kay. And Shay, yours truly. And today, we actually have one of my good friends, one of my best friends, Kayla Daly, on the show joining us. Woo woo! Hi! Just a little background about me and Kayla. I could not stand her in high school. (laughs) Not even a little bit. (laughs) Avoided her in hallways. All that. But then it turned out like we ended up working for the same company and then just ever since like been inseparable. Um, I don't even know where to like we are like polar opposites, but we're so similar. Like all of our like goals, aspirations in life, our motives, um, typically like the journey we are on in our life, whether that be spiritual, self-love. It typically always aligns. Yeah. Um, sometimes our husbands be raggedy. We could talk <laughs> about it. Like, it's, like, always aligning. But then we're opposite, too. Like, yeah. Kayla's that ratchet. Let me pop off for him real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, she's irrational when mm-hmm. she's upset. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, but think about it like this. Oh, right. I hate that. I'm like, let me not text Amber first. <laughs> when I'm first mad, I'm going to text her when I'm ready to think through my issue. Yeah. <laughs> See, and she's one of the people that's, like, teaching me, like, to ask that question, like, okay, so do you just want me to listen or do you want right. advice? Right, yeah. You know, but, so we are, like, polar opposites, but then we're also, like, the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, Kayla, is there anything that you want to tell the listeners? Um, nothing special. I'm a mom, a wife. I've got two kids. I work full time and I go to school. So, yeah, Oof. I mean, just busy, busy. I'm no tired. sleep. I'm tired. I'm tired. Just <laughs> Super yes. Yeah. So did you also say that, like, you work and, like, you're full-time in school? Part-time in school, full-time work. Yeah. Full-time mama. Full-time mom. wife. Yeah. I put him under my kid category. Almost, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard. I've heard. There's my third child. Another responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One of the reasons why I wanted Kayla on this show is just because – like, I don't know if I've ever told you, because I, I realize, like, I'm a terrible communicator. <laughs> I'm starting to realize this. Just like, realizing that. Uh, just a little bit. Because every time I complain about communication on Facebook, it's like all my friends jump on a post like, Kettle. Black. who are you talking to? You're the worst. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Where is this coming from? <laughs> the truth? Right. Uh, maybe. That's debatable. But if you send me an email, I got you. Oh, my God. Anywho. Um, I wanted you on the show because like, honestly, there's some times where like I pull my motivation as far as like, whether that be motherhood, whether that be just keep going. Sometimes I get that from you. Stop. Cause you're going to make this really (laughs) You never say that. Okay. I'm sorry. You do that. That's probably why. I'm a Pisces. She's emotional. <laughs> like she's so she's rude as fuck, but she's so emotional. Like it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like seriously, like even with, um, like she said, like she works, school, kids, wife, like we have that in common. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's moments where like, I'm like, go upstairs, leave me alone. Like go to y'all room. Y'all got everything that a kid could possibly want. Right. And Kayla's ass is outside taking family walks (laughs) and they're playing outside. And I'm just like, actually, I love you guys. Come here, please. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like having you... To, like, look at in that aspect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's very motivational. If she can do it, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. like, so sometimes yeah. it's like, because I know that you have the same struggles. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So then it makes me self-reflect, like, bro, it's your mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, right. fix your mindset, and then it won't seem so overbearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But because of all the rows, because also another aspect for Kayla, like, we were talking before the show, this motherfucker would get up 
at fucking four o'clock in the morning if she needed to and be fucking preppy. But Let's like, go. so not only do she have all that stuff, she would go to church faithfully, yes. like not miss the beat. And I'm yeah, talking about nice. kids be dressed head to toe. I just like go get that one shirt that you wore from Easter. Right. <laughs> just put it on. Like she be on point. So like to have you on this episode where we're going to be talking about just kind of like self-discovery and how are you taking care of you when you have so much other shit to take care of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and even prioritizing certain things. Like when do you prioritize you? When do you prioritize the kids? Mm-hmm. I wanted to have you on the show because outside of myself, you're probably one of the other most busiest people I know. Yeah. Um, as far as having to do that balancing act, like I know we're all busy in our way, but just that complete balancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, being very aggressive at work. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I wanted to talk to you about it. Um, but the very first thing that I wanted to do, this was not on the show notes, so you guys were not able to prepare. Oh, buddy. Here we go. <laughs> Clutches purse. <laughs> Clutches purse. <laughs> y'all, should, y'all should see their face. The first thing I want to ask you guys is who are you? Oh. And I- <laughs> Well. <laughs> oh. Kayla's like froze. Um, um, okay. We wow. Are, okay. Yeah, I like that. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> if, and I'm going to give you a little tip. Mm-hmm. Who are you? This cannot involve anyone else. The answer cannot involve anyone else. Okay. I'm with that. It cannot involve anything that involves money. Okay. So that. it can't be like, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Right. It can't be that, you know, this is my job title or right. I like to go shopping. Like, legit, who are you? Wow, you take away who I am if you take away all that. that that's concerning. That's that, yeah. That's, um, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, wow, that is that's deep. Um, I would like to think that I'm a very caring, carefree, loving individual mm-hmm. who only wants best for everybody that I love and myself. Um. I'm rooting for everybody type of a thing. You don't listen. Um, it can't involve nobody else. No, but but that's who I, that's that me. That tells you exactly who she is. Yeah. But it can't, that's, like the answer, um, like it can't involve not one other person. Because we're talking about this episode is about self. I, I don't, wor- I don't. <laughs> me, struggling. Without, I'm struggling because I feel like without other people, there isn't a me. Mm. Okay. You I can know, see like, that for you. Know you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm, I, I, know, I know that this is not necessarily great, but I feel like I'm last on the totem pole when it comes to me. You know what I mean? But, like, I, I think that's what makes me up is of as, wow. So, I don't think there's anything wrong with you saying that because, honestly, like, with us all being spiritual beings, like, yeah. I do think that we're put here yeah. to touch other people, to be a vessel. You know right. what I'm saying? To help others. But the reason why I'm asking is just so that... I would hope that I'm an anchor for other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, a a, cor- a a cornerstone for someone, you know, in some way. Mm-hmm. Or that I hope I'm here to teach those around me something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, maybe it's to be caring or to mm-hmm. loving. I, I don't know what that is. Only the Lord knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, that is a very... <laughs> That is a very tough question. 
I'm going to ask you again at the end of the show. So we're going to open up with that question. Okay. And then after we kind of have some conversations, that's how we're going to end it too, to see even in within this podcast um, episode, if we learn even one thing about ourselves. Yeah, Hmm. absolutely. Shay. That's cool. Okay. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) so recently, this is what I found out. I am (laughs) a very powerful being, a spiritual vessel, and I am meant to be here or I am placed here in order to impact, influence, and build. Mm. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. Right. Yes. You study. That's, that's a powerful it. answer. <clears throat> that's it. Okay, I will <laughs> take it. Miss okay. Kayla. It's so hard. I feel like Kay, because, yeah. I mean, it sounds so sad, but I feel like I didn't even know what purpose was until I became a mom. Because mm-hmm. I'm and like the whole time she's talking, I'm thinking like before I had kids, like I feel like I genuinely it's so it sounds so sad, but I genuinely don't think I had a purpose or there wasn't right. anything that I was doing every single day. And I was like, OK, this is what I am meant to do. But I guess um, as of now in the moment, I would like to think that I'm kind of someone's hope like. I like to be hopeful yeah. or I like to see the good in people. I know you said don't involve other people, but I know I, I typically like to think best of people before they that's, show me. Yeah, that's that. exactly so, you know I what am, I mean? Yeah. So, and I, and I know, well, um, I'm not like that. That <laughs> just made me throw up. Well, neither is Chris. My I'm husband. really skeptical. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Chris is always like, I was trying to give the benefit of the doubt. Yes. First. Yes. That's how I me, am. Me and, and T were just talking about that. Actually. Mm. I'm always willing to be the the person that's like okay but but maybe let's yeah let's just let it work out for a second yeah, i'm I not said all of you are in agreement mm-hmm. it's making my stomach turn <laughs> <laughs> she was not in agreement was not. she was not. shout out to so. ut <laughs> <laughs> that's what i like to think that i am someone i mean hope yeah hopeful yeah that's awesome so, ma'am. I knew it. Yeah, Amber. I was really going to skip myself. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> because I I did not cheat. I've honestly, like, did not allow myself to think about an answer. Yeah. Because, um, like, I was telling you guys, like, I'm learning mm-hmm. myself. Just, like, with a lot of different things that I'm doing right now, I'm, like, truly learning myself. Yeah. So, um, one of the books I'm actually reading right now, that's where I got the question from. And, like, when I read it, like, I could not read any more of the book. It was, like... It was pissing me off because, like, bro, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know who I am. Like, what do you mean, who am I? Like, I'm a right. mom, bro. Like, We're right. What's to think about those things? Yeah, you're you're just not. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, what's your strength and weaknesses? Like, I can run those lists, mm-hmm. but like, as far as who am I? And all I could. So then I was like, I'm, well, I know I'm a great ass friend. Like, I think I'm a better friend than I'm a wife. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's just right. like, Same. okay, <laughs> remove all of that. Who, who are you? Are you deep down? Who are you? What makes you up? For me, like, one thing I couldn't remove just for me personally was, like, okay, I know I'm a child of God. So mm-hmm. when I took yes. that, I was, like, I know that I'm destined for greatness. So, like, mm-hmm. I am great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am a force to re- be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I am a creator. I am not creative, but mm-hmm. I am a creator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very striving. I'm very motivational. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I inspire people even when I'm super, super low. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know what that's I'm saying? Me, exactly. And to be absolutely. honest, sometimes like that's where I'm most inspiring. Is yeah. that a woman thing? Cause I don't think, do, do men have that? No, they be like, no. bro, I'm fucked up too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Uh, 
I like, feel like it's just our nature to there. pour life into people. Like, yeah, just, well, I pour think it's that nurturing yeah. part of yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. we pour out exactly what we're trying to gain. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That sounds right. That sounds about right. Um. So to be honest, it was like one of them things where I knew that this podcast was needed because I had I couldn't text you guys, and yeah, because y'all were on this episode. But I started texting other people like, "Hey, who are you?" And first they thought I was a fucking weirdo. Right. But I was like, like, yeah, this is uh, Kayla. Did you you lose your number? (laughs) It was like, you get a new phone? Right. (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm just curious what your answer. It can't involve money and it can't involve anyone else. And some people didn't text me back. And I was like, cool. You don't know. (laughs) And then other people was just like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And so it was just like, there's too many of us, women in particular, you know what I'm saying? Because I also text men. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've talked to Tier. I've talked to, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Brady from work. Um, but I've te- I text like four guys. Mm-hmm. And they gave me answers. Right. And I was so pissed. Like, But, wow. but, but I think guys, they're, they're more, they don't think outside, like, they're very in the box. Correct. I'm a provider. Right. I'm a, you know, I'm a go-getter. I'm, I... Yeah, do this and do that. I'm a boss. You know what I mean? I think women, we don't think that way. We yeah. think our first, like we were saying just a couple minutes ago, we're more of a nurturing, more mm-hmm. pouring, what Kayla said, pouring into. We, we Our identities are more like what we put into someone else, not what we put in ourselves. And I think guys are more like, what am I, you know, who? what I'm putting into myself, what I made myself. Yeah, But I think it's also because we are typically more concerned with how people see us as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. Because even in, in the workforce, you know, when I'm in all of these meetings, so I'm in project management and I'm in all these meetings and I'm on these phone calls, like men are very assertive. Yes. They are absolutely. very, they are not apologetic. Like I can't tell mm-hmm. you how many times I hear a woman say, you know, I'm sorry for any inconvenience or right. I'm sorry for any confusion yeah, or. I hope this doesn't offend anyone. But yeah. I don't like, think this, yeah. Sorry if I miss, if I overlooked that. Um, when they're or asking I misinterpreted a question yeah. yes. where a man is like, we won't be able to do that. Here's what we can do. And they move the fuck on. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like that society thing. Like women are judged harder. So you we feel are. like, you know, oh, if I am direct, I'm a bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I am emotional, I'm soft. If, right. you know, if I'm too hard, I'm not being a good mom. Or, you know, so ladylike. Yeah. Or so like there's feminine. Yeah. All of these. I think that is also part of why we are the way we are mm-hmm. and why we aren't comfortable enough of saying, well, I'm very direct. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I handle any issue with ease. Like I'm unapologetic. Right. Like those are not typical definitions that we would give. Cause you're going to come off abrasive. Well, especially because a woman what type of color of woman would too. that oh, make yeah. me? Yeah. That's worse. You're oh, always, yeah. you you're, don't want to be looked at as the mad black woman, especially absolutely. in corporate. We America. talk about, we talk about that all the time, time at work. Yeah. Like, it's terrifying. I have You're to soften now. my emails. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, can you read this? Because I don't want them to think I'm, yeah, it's. And it's especially when sad. you're talking to another woman at work, that's not of color mm-hmm. and they, you, they are oh, being a God, bitch. Yes. Yeah. But you're like, I have to soften myself yep. because already. Yeah. If this was to escalate, I'm going to be looked at. Oh yeah. My life. The one that's being <laughs> the aggressor. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's part why the definitions that I got from the men yeah. were vastly different. Yeah. Um, um, the one like, cause they were using um, things like powerful, mm-hmm. um, direct, mm-hmm. um, conquering. 
was oh. one. Um, one of them was versatile. Like they, they were just using some words, and that was my reaction. Was Dang, like, fuck yeah. you, bro. Like, fuck Could you. Could you imagine for you. if a woman <laughs> described herself as conquering? Yeah, how I much? Yeah, you don't know they how to be, so, be like. So what? Are, what have you done? What are you yeah. conquering? Yeah. 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 Or you know, a woman's just place. Like, she would be yeah. a terrible wife. Right. Like, you're not submissive. You're not being in a woman's you're place. You're doing too much. Ugh. Right. <laughs> That's all women nowadays want to act like the man. Like, there's all yeah. these other yeah. stuff. Like, you want me to pay bills? Like, I'm a man. Right. You, you okay. know what I'm saying? I'm still punching like, this clock. Okay? Because yeah. I need to be somewhere getting this manicure. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pedicure today. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've just kind of went over, like, just right off bat, who we think we are mm-hmm. prior to having this conversation. Another question that I want to ask you guys, what's something that you do for yourself that does not necessarily benefit anyone else but you every day. Oof. It could be, and don't be saying I'm like, I brush my teeth. <laughs> like, you know, I was about to be on bullshit. <laughs> I knew you were going to be like, well, I feed myself. <laughs> I do eat and I drink stuff. <laughs> like, Man. and I'll go first. And this, honestly, like, it's just started. Yeah. Like, I, um, maybe for about three months, um, I've started working out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started working out. I've started like being unapologetic about taking your time, thirty minutes to an hour for self. Yep. So first, yeah. to start off, um, just twenty minute, twenty minute hit workout. I'll do it during my lunch. I'll make sure the baby sleep, but still being somewhat sorry because the baby has to be sleep. I don't want to take from her. I'm already, you know, I'm already having to work, yep. and I got to yeah. do it when the kids aren't doing virtual learning. And nobody could be doing anything if I was going to take time for myself. That's how right. I felt. So at first it started only 20 minutes and it would be doing my lunch break. Um, then them fucking kids, <laughs> they start coming down here doing the workout with me too. And, you know, I'm not the smallest person. I'm like, bro, I need the whole living room. Like, y'all got to move. <laughs> and then, you know, you'd be irritated when you're hot and sweaty. Yeah. So I don't be they having the patience. You, <laughs> they like, you can't do that, mom. Yeah, yeah, they be like, do it. Yeah, why are you haters. sweating? Yeah. Like, it's Wait. so easy. <laughs> and I'd be like, fuck you. Right. Okay, you little skinny bastard. You did this to me. Right. Seriously. Girl, Kim would be like, you I ain't do all lie. that. <laughs> Kim, she'd be like, I ain't do all, all that. that. She's rude. <laughs> um, so at first it started off with just 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it went to, oh, well, I kind of like this. So mm-hmm. then it got to, I'm not going to do it on my lunch because them bastards are up. They're just <laughs> lurking the hallways. <laughs> so then it was like, I'm going to do it in the morning before nobody wakes up. Yes. Yeah. So then the morning was like, it was quiet. And for me, that was new. Mm-hmm. Like, just quiet. And I didn't realize how much I was missing yeah. silence. Yep. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize how much I listened to my own thoughts or I could really pick up on my own energy when it was just me, it like really forces you to deal with you. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's like the working out in the morning. So typically it's from five thirty to eight. That's me time. Like nobody's up. It's just me. Right. So I get up and I walk a mile. That's the first thing I do in the morning. And then I come home, I do a hit workout for 20 minutes and then I shower. And then after that, like I have two books that I read at all times. One is like a, devo- a daily devotions mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. one of the books where it's just like, it got the date at the top of the page. And then whatever for that day, that motivational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then whatever book I'm actually reading, like I'll typically read however much I can until that moment. Or if it's like something that I'm working on. So I'm starting um, another business. Yeah. So I might work on that during that time. So yeah. then 
I can get that done so then I can completely focus on my corporate job. And then after that, I can completely focus on my kids and my husband. Mm -hmm. Right. And so nothing is having to sacrifice. Right. I just had to get up early, which took me a minute. But that's (laughs) the one thing I do for myself like every day. Yeah. You got to sacrifice. Yeah. Because there's sometimes that that alarm go off at 530 and I'd be like, screw it. I need another hour. (laughs) (laughs) One trick for me, though, is like as soon as the alarm goes off, do not allow yourself to think. Just hop up. Just get up. up. If you allow yourself to think, you'll be like, man, I'm going to just go ahead and snooze 15 minutes. If I do that, maybe I just put on a hat instead of trying to do my hair. You start making all these compromises. Like just hop up. So, Kayla, we're going to start with you this question. Okay. What's one thing you do every day just for you that does not benefit anyone else? So mine's pretty similar. And I know you you would always poke fun like, how are you awake and ready for it? And it'd be like Mm -hmm. 8 o'clock in the office. But same, I would wake up at 5 a.m. because no one's getting up until like, you know, a few hours later. And because silence was so needed, I feel like I didn't realize it until I was getting it. Mm -hmm. Um, So my thing, I would get up and work out but also I would like have my cup of coffee like that's Mm -hmm. my thing I'm gonna drink my coffee I'm gonna sit at the table look out the window like quiet time if I'm scrolling through social media like that's what it is Mm -hmm. but it was me time and even during COVID with schedules kind of being weird I still make it a thing to if I go get my coffee and the kids are like can we come like you naturally want to be like yeah okay just just come on but I'm like no this is me like this is my time I'm gonna drive up the street and grab my cup of coffee and drink it and that's right. what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just a good reflection, and it's like a reset on your brain, I feel like, for the day. So right. just silence and solitude. You were definitely um, a motive, like a, probably like 80% of the motive of me getting up earlier because, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you are going through that phase of growing, like you start thinking about, okay, who do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. how do I want to look? How right. do I want people to perceive me? You start thinking about like the person you are trying to become right. so that you can start showing up as that person every day. Mm-hmm. And it's like some people say faking it till you make it. But yeah. honestly, it's like attracting that energy from that lifestyle that you're trying to create. Yep. And so one of those things that I got from you was like, I love how in the very beginning of the day, like you are dressed mm-hmm. to impress. Like you have that confidence because you've taken the time. Right. To you're not your rushed. To put your face yeah. on. You're yeah. not rushed. You know what I'm saying? You've been up for a while, so it's not even like you're groggy. Right. And it was like, she comes in and she's ready for the day. And I was like, I need that. Right. Because, like, for me, you got to get me to 10 (laughs) o'clock. Do not talk to me. Don't look at me. Do not send me nothing critical until about 10 a.m. Right, because I am not awake. I'm not here. I'm not here for you. Like, I'm not going to be pleasant. Right. Like, I need to 10 in the morning. Yeah. Kayla was like, what do you need? Yeah, send it right over. Here's a wow. Bible verse for you, Amber. Good oh, morning. The Bible like verses in the morning. I, I was like, Jesus, know my heart not right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that was definitely one of the things I got from you mm-hmm. was, like, I might be sleepy in while the I'm adjusting. Yeah. Yes, because now I'm over the sleepy. Like, yep. by the time Dustin was up, I was like, so, you want to talk? Good I'm morning. happy. How are you? Yeah. He's like, get out my and face. And Dustin's, like, not a morning person at yeah. all. Like, he wakes up grumpy. Like, right. Dustin wakes up, like, Right. That's pissed. him in the morning. Right. Like pissed. And I just like, what happened from the bed to the bathroom? <laughs> she doesn't want to be up. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, it's everything that comes with it. You're happy. <laughs> the sun is up. <laughs> You've got lunch planned, dinner's in the crock pot. You've had oh, yeah. two cups. There's three coffee. things about the business yeah. I want to go over before you leave. <laughs> but you get so you're so productive, I feel like. It's so it's a yeah. ben- it's beneficial. And he's yeah. not. 
So <laughs> it's not a benefit for him. Um, okay, so Kay, what's one thing you do? I don't. I'm starting to realize I don't have a whole lot of self love. I I don't think. Um, well, no, this podcast um, is for you, right? Exactly. <laughs> Getting my little nuggets as I'm on it. Yeah. Um, but there is one thing that I do do when I do go to work. You know, mm-hmm. I work twelve hour shifts, so I don't necessarily work every day. But on my long week, like what's about to happen, I'm mm-hmm. working six days out of seven twelve hour shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Mm-hmm. I kind of do the opposites of what you guys do. I don't wake up early in the morning. I have to wake up anyway. I'm usually <laughs> up by six anyway because of my work schedule. But um, I do it after my day is done. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that I have tend to, after my shift at work, before I even go home, I just sit in the parking lot and decompress. Um, yes. I've fallen asleep in my car <laughs> many times. Music on or Doing off. that. Um, it just depends on the day. Okay. Sometimes yeah. it's complete silence, especially if it's been a quite a hectic, horrible day. Um, I just sit in silence and I just mm-hmm. decompress. I breathe. I might shut my eyes just to like completely decompress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not think about anything. Just in the parking before I even move. Before I go home. Oh wow! Just okay. In the parking lot. I'm envisioning to, you in front of. No, no. Era. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Before I even think. Okay. I, I like to do that because even when you're going home, what I'm going to have for dinner, I, mean, I need to do laundry. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure I do this before bed or this. I, I don't want to even want to do that. I just right. right when I get in the car, I want to take a deep breath and I want to decompress from the day. Mm-hmm. And then I tend to, when that happens, even if it's been a long day and I'm super tired, I just want to go home and go to bed. I've noticed when I do that, when I do get home, I don't necessarily want to go right to bed. Like right. I feel like I don't feel as exhausted mm-hmm. or as stressed out or mm-hmm. whatever when I do that after a long day. Right. I'm gonna have to work to the before, but <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I do only do get it. up thirty minutes before yeah. you now. I don't know about how much more before yeah, exactly. you got. <laughs> I'm up at six. So. How much more? But yeah, I, that does help me. So I, I it's pretty much the same thing as you guys, just on the opposite, opposite. End, of, end of the mm-hmm. day. Yeah. I dig it. Okay. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, I am not a morning person, but I would get up around about eight, eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's be nice. It's not. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I will do, it's gonna sound crazy. I will wake up, of course y'all know I say, you know, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. But I will go to the bathroom and talk to myself. Oh. I can get my mind right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's literally just me sitting there like, okay, Shay, this is where you were. This is where you were before. This is like the podcast from last week. Mm-hmm. Getting my mind right because the biggest thing for me now in this season that I'm in is working on my mental health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, identifying I have triggers from, be honest, my parents. So I want yeah. to make sure that those triggers aren't continuously flowing into my marriage. So I will talk to myself, Shay, you did good on this did good on that just mm. actually affirming myself because you don't want that handout from somebody all the time mm-hmm. right but sometimes you need to reassure yourself like you're on the right path you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. so. i so i have a question about that i feel like i do a lot of self-talk inwardly like i can hear myself mm-hmm. and funny funny or not you know some people don't have that voice yes that's, that's so that's creepy weird. no way yeah no, some it's people so can't creepy. hear themselves in their head it's weird, but I've recently I've strange. recently read about that. That is so creepy. Yeah, Seriously? they yeah. can't hear their voice in their head when they're thinking inwardly. It's, it's so I think weird. I talk too much, in my right? Head. But my question was <laughs> <laughs> on, my, on my tangent. Um, 
do you feel like because you say it out loud instead of just like inwardly, that makes a difference? Yeah. Um, because of course, you know, life and death. Yeah. In your tongue. So the biggest thing that I'm going to do, if I put it out there into the atmosphere, okay. then of course yeah. I'm putting that energy, the very energy that I want. Right. And knowing that power, right. you know, I'm just like, okay, Lord, this is what I desire. So I need that right back. Right. Okay. Now I got Makes a question sense. just because I wonder if it was just me. Cause sometimes I'm awkward. Sometimes. That was very hard for me to get used to saying out. Cause right. I used to be the same way. I would just think, Inwardly, inside yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. just do my internal conversations like um like land there so because i did the same thing when i first wake up is thank you god for giving me another day you know what i'm saying um and even at night you know i try not to i try to let all my anger go before yeah. the sun goes down yeah. because mm-hmm. i don't know who's not gonna wake up you know what i'm saying right. yes. um so i do that first thing in the morning but again all of it was inside like to myself mm-hmm. so when i started doing like my affirmations it was like I don't want to say this shit out loud. This is weird. Like, <laughs> and then especially like when you're looking in the mirror, like I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. it was like, come on, Ooh. bro. Like, this is so stupid. I mean, it, like, I it think, took me a minute. I think we make it weird because it's just like, I see me every day. Like, right. What the hell? But at the same time, these are your most inner thoughts. Yeah. You know, they're very secret. They're very um, raw. Mm-hmm. So you have to be vulnerable in that. And it's just like, for me, I'm going to say those things. And I push myself to say those things because I didn't want to just keep all these thoughts in my head. For what? Right. I'm literally just walking around with just a, a bucket of everything. Mm-hmm. I need to say it. Otherwise, it's just going to be a buildup for me. And that, that release may not be something that's going to be beneficial. Right. I decided to make my affirmations my politics. Um, so like for that. me, and honestly, it came from me and my husband, like, we fight when it comes to politics. So, oh, yeah. Like, he's a Republican. I don't know what the hell I am. Sometimes he calls me a Democrat. Sometimes he calls me a liberal. Yeah. You just know you're not a Republican. Republican. I just know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. I just know I don't swing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think about, so when I started telling, when I got over that uncomfortable part of my affirmations of that part of my day, because I don't do it first thing in the morning just because I have my morning routine mm-hmm. um, and I'm a creature of habit. Like it's hard for me to incorporate something into my schedule. I have got to make it a habit first. Yeah. So I typically do um, my affirmations when I need a boost in the day. Okay. So I, it's kind of like a refocus for me. Um, and that could be at noon. It could be at three o'clock in the afternoon. It's just, I have it mentally when I'm drained or when I start thinking kind of more negative, when I start saying stuff like I can't yeah. stand this job. That's yeah. when I do my affirmations. That's, I guess that brings me to my point, like, I forced myself doing to do that because I was so used to people being quite honest, people saying, well, do you remember when, well, you used to, well, now you're trying to be this person. Yeah. But it's actually me trying to free myself from the very things that kept me back. Oh, right. You're damn right. I am trying yes, to be this I person. Am cha- yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm just Goodness. like, I'm going to lean into that change. And if that means I need to force myself to do something that's very uncomfortable, so, yeah. so be it. That's I, I never understand people, understood people who said stuff like that. You know, you've changed. I'm supposed to I'm change. Jay-Z, yeah. Jay-Z said growth. it the best. He was like, like, you worked this hard to stay the same. Yeah. Like, right. When he had that interview, I was like, Yes, somebody finally gets it. Yeah. Right. But like for real, like you have to make them affirmations your or the of the affirmations your politics. For me, it came from them arguments. Like right now, everybody fights about politics. Yes. Yeah. But what I've learned is like people truly feel like their way 
their thought process, their logic, like it's fact. You know what I'm saying? That's how people feel. So when you are, yeah, when you're going to get somebody else, like, bro, fuck what you're talking about. You yeah. wrong. Let me tell you why you're wrong. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how I started taking my affirmations. Like when I get it so, when I get it to the point where it's my core, yeah, there's nothing you can tell me that's going to change how I feel about self. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. I feel just as strongly about my affirmations that I do about my religion, that I yeah, do about my absolutely. politics, that I absolutely. do about how you talk to my kids. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't tell me about myself. Yeah. It's not for you to define. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? This is this is me. This is what it is. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm good for cutting people off. So, like, if you start <laughs> pushing it too far, you got to go. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because then you start talking about that energy as we were talking about. Yeah. It's fine. But where's that line? I like, was just about to say. So, for me personally, and that's where I want to do a podcast episode about boundaries. I haven't yes. talked to you guys about it. I think one. that's where it's that communication comes in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm fine with you disagreeing. You know what I'm saying? But you got to have people that know how to agree to disagree. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's one of them things where you can tell me about myself. You can give me um, an opinion. Like, for instance, all right, Amber, I think you're wrong in this one. Like, you know, you, yeah. got, you got your girls and you talk to them. But when it comes to your core values, you know what I'm saying? When yeah, it comes absolutely. to my core about me, it's not anything that's up for debate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's non-negotiable. Yes. And I feel like that's where that line is. When you start getting people, when you work so hard, because change is not easy. No, it's yeah. like not the nice. hardest thing to do. Absolutely. So then you have somebody telling you like, who do you think you are? First of all, I think I'm the shit because I've worked okay. super hard yeah. to get here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when you have, that's where I feel like the cut, at least for me, mm -hmm. that's where the cutoff is when mm -hmm. I've worked so hard to get where I'm at, but people want to keep me where right. I used to be. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's when I feel like the ties have got to be broken. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, because ultimately, like, even if you get me back a nudge, you know what I'm saying? You're going to try to retract me back to where I once were. Mm -hmm. And that's unacceptable at this point. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that I feel like that's just where you put yourself first. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in more, more aspects than just the physical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think in that regard, it, it's mandatory that you become selfish. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So then going over to our next question. Um, and Kayla, we're going to start with you on this one. I think I started with you on the last one. But I think this one, <laughs> like this question was specific for you. Oh, wait, which one? Um, <laughs> I'm like, I read them. Which one? So how do you separate you? From being a mom, wife, significant other, or employee. So we all can relate to one of those roles. But because you have all of them, mm -hmm. how do you separate self? So obviously we know what you do in the morning. Yeah. But in those moments where, um, I guess I'll go first just so I can kind of explain okay. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for, um, for me with work, you know, like with, I'm in project management, you know how demanding mm -hmm. that is. You know what I'm saying? So like. How do you separate Kayla from Coviance? So, mm -hmm. for instance, okay, you have the company's mission, right? But how does your how does your own ethics and your own morals and things like that align with the company? Mm -hmm. um, like, how do you separate yourself in all those manners? So, for instance, me, when Coviance is on some bullshit, it's like, okay, I do care about my patients. You know what I'm saying? And I know that that's something that matches the company's 
mission as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to my husband, I just told y'all he's like a Republican. When he be on some bullshit, it's yeah. like, okay, but I know his core, like, and I know that this is mine. So then for me, I guess when I separate myself from everybody, it's for me, I have to see where do we align yeah, mm-hmm. and where don't we align mm-hmm. and then kind of being comfortable within the two. Mm-hmm. So I guess for me also, the one that's hardest for me to separate from are my kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I am who I am because of them and I continue to grow because of them, which is why it's hardest for me to separate from them. But I have to, for me, it came, even though they're little people, is realizing they're their own people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't force my beliefs on them, um, my belief systems, my re- even my religion. You know what I'm saying? I can't force that on them. Mm-hmm. I had to look at us all as individuals. I had to look at people at work as individuals. Um, and that's been very difficult for me on the life journey. Mm-hmm. But it's been huge for learning to love myself, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- having that kind of reminds me of you too, Kay. Like, having that compassion from other people, it has taught me to have compassion for myself. Yes. So with you having all of these roles, because you have the expectations from school, your kids expect things from you. Mm -hmm. Like, where do you get to define, okay, even though my kids want me to play all the time and they want me to give them all the snacks, where, how do you define what mom is? How do you define you as a wife? How do you define you as an employee? I I think that's something I'm still learning every single day, Um, especially after I had Kingston, um, I don't know. I feel like my anxiety and depression, it was probably postpartum after him was mm. just so intense. And I remember when I was starting to like, you know, feel like myself again, I just kind of got into this place where I was like, I really don't know who I am. Like I, I, I am not s- separate from them. And then when we got laid off from our jobs, I was like, dang, mm-hmm. now I don't have a job. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like in that moment, I was like, dang, I really need to find out who I am. And being married, um, I went into it with the expectations like, okay, we're one, like we're one person. Like we need to agree on the same things. Mm-hmm. Like my wants need to be oh, your that wants. That was my struggle. Yes. And it was so difficult because we are polar. Me and Christopher are polar opposites. Mm-hmm. And, and he kind of taught me that like, we don't always need to agree on these things. And he really helped me. Probably he wasn't meaning to, he was probably just <laughs> saying it for his own cause, but I think lately I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do things for myself. I'm going to go get my nails done and and not feel bad. Mm -hmm. I'm taking my first mom trip without my kids, without my husband, uh, to Atlanta this month. And I, and Chris is always like, so you're still going. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, (laughs) I am. And I feel like, like you said, being selfish, it's important when it comes to certain things. Right. So I think just finding little aspects in my life. Uh, so going back to school, I mean, you encourage me. I don't know if you know that, but you encourage <laughs> me to go back to school. And I, me and too. Yeah. <laughs> see, she's good at that. Yeah. But I remember I yeah, that's why. <laughs> when I first brought it up, he was like, well, do you think it's a good time? And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, I feel like implementing small things into my life. That's for me. And I, right. and I may feel bad in the moment. Like, leaving without the kids or going to school or taking a few hours to do this without them. But I feel like in the long run, it's my journey to find out who I am. Cause I'm still looking for who I am. Right. Absolutely. Just cause I'm a mom, but I feel like those are all different people. Like mom, mm-hmm. Kayla, she's different mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. Kayla, she's different, but who is just Kayla? Kayla. Right. Kayla, the woman, just so, me. So a question for you kind of just piggybacking off of what you were saying. Did you, so when you decide to define you as a wife, not based off of your husband's expectations of you, but what you have to offer, like, because 
you get to a point as a woman, like, okay, I'm tired of being deplenished at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Like, I'm yeah. tired of having nothing left for me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So when yeah. you go through that redefining process, did you have a conversation with him? Like, hey, we need to talk about this because I'm no longer willing to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or was it just like, hey, like, was it a compromise type of thing? Or was it like, hey, this is what it is going forward? Um, so I feel like we have had a few conversations that were similar like that in the past and things would kind of just go back to the way they were. By the end of the day, I was dead tired because I've right. given all that I have to every single person in the house except myself. Mm-hmm. But um, recently, just during COVID and just a few things that happened in our household, I was like, just moving forward, I want you to know I'm, I'm no longer like giving myself up like. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to protect my peace, as you always say. And, like, mm-hmm. I always use that term. I'm protecting my peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, like, I'm always going to respect you. I'm going to, you know, be respectful as a wife. But I'm going to do things to to my to my beat. Mm-hmm. And hopefully yeah. it aligns with you. And if not, that's something then we can compromise we'll with. We'll have to adjust then. Yeah, I but that. I always say I, I hope that you can trust me enough that I'm going to respect you as a married woman and a woman of God to do what I need to do. That's, you know, correct. But... I don't know. I'm just not going to think twice. I'm not going to always think about how Chris how feels. How you feel. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So that's, I mean, if it needs to be a conversation, it can be, but I kind of just take it and run with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Shay, okay. so within your marriage, and I know you are aggressive at work. You are like very much like, here's the go. All right, let's get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know that you were saying you and your wife, you guys have worked through some things. So for you, when you were, you know, redefining yourself, because how long have you been um, doing therapy? Um, it's about a few months now. For a few months. So like that, that entire process where you was like, okay, I'm going to get my mental strong. You know, you're figuring out who you are, what your yeah. creative flows are. Was that a conversation you had with your wife? Like, yeah. Um, because going back to the triggers, it was a lot of what I was trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, played out into our marriage in a negative way. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, either I do this now or we about to just continue rolling down this hill. Like, wh- what are we going to do? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had several conversations and several disagreements, but still, you know, it was something necessary that I said, okay, I'm going to stop talking about this and actually go forward and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I did, that first uh, session was kind of like, Ooh, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. And then that second one, I remember I just came downstairs just boo-hoo crying because I'm like, oh, my God, this is now – I'm forced to see myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Ooh. I'm forced to actually look at the person that you've been experiencing this entire time. Mm-hmm. And be responsible. And be responsible. Be Hold, my, hold myself accountable. Yeah. Um, now, do you think that you were, like, avoiding? Or do you think that, like, you were in denial? I think I was in denial. Okay. Mm. Um, because she would tell me things. I'm like, girl, boo. <laughs> no, that's not right. And why do you feel that way? And I know I don't do that. And, right. But now, you know, seeing someone that, you know, was very unbiased and being told, okay, actually, this is your fault. This is what you're doing. Uh, you need to take accountability of this. You might want to stop that because it's leading into something else. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. And it just forced me to again be accountable but just apologize for everything because I did not see that Mm -hmm. now in relation to um being aggressive and and at work and trying to just have that balance there Mm -hmm. still working on it (laughs) (laughs) so then can I ask you something really quick Mm -hmm. um just the question that Kate had asked 
with you now having that eye-opening moment of like, oh, okay, so sometimes it is me. Mm-hmm. Um, where is the line for you um, for when someone can tell you about yourself and when, okay, this is not negotiable? Like, do you have, like, a specific boundary or is it more because, like, we're Scorpios. Like, is it just that energy when that energy is off? I, I think it's it's the energy. When I feel like you are telling me something and it is starting to – Again, it goes against your core values, but it's like I'm. your expectation of me is to completely change who I am. Mm-hmm. Like if you're saying, um, hey, I, I need you to straighten your hair and talk this way and blah, 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 when I know that's not me. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. So I feel like you're trying to change who I am. Okay. Um, but if it is like constructive criticism, like, hey, you might want to work on this or mm-hmm. be a little softer or whatever the case is, give me that opportunity to ask Lee, actually ask questions um, because I may not understand where you're coming from and I don't want to misinterpret your intentions. How mm-hmm. important is delivery mm-hmm. to you? Very Ooh. important. Okay. It's paramount with me. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, so for because me, you can tone. be completely right and, and your tone is off. Yep. I'm not That's hearing it. anything that you're your, saying. Your yep. tone and your approach. You can tell me the exact, you can say, Shay, I hate you and I don't ever want to see you again. Right. If you say it in a regular tone that I can actually receive, okay, mm-hmm. I'm cool. But if you come at me, you know, left field, I'm like, right. okay, so we about to go down. Like, what was right. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I know that tone is definitely one for me because, like, it instantly puts me in a negative spot. Mm-hmm. Just like it puts you on the defensive. Very, very yeah, instantly. Yeah. But like, so for instance, me and Kay, we have a mutual friend where I've learned one of her boundaries and um, hers is if it's something negative, if you want to give her criticism or some type of constructive feedback, she likes pretty much for you to paraphrase it like a heads up kind of like a thing she don't want you to just come out and say it it's like hey I really need to talk to you about some things that are bothering me can you let me know when's a good time to talk to you about it because for her she's also in corporate you know Mm -hmm. actually she's in human resources Mm -hmm. so for her it's like I I don't want to go into these meetings and have to help other people with their things and now I have all of this negative stuff yeah that I'm carrying along with me with me that I don't have the time to really dissect right now. Yeah. So it's like, let me tell you when I have a moment to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I know that that's a boundary for her. And after explaining, cause at first I was like, girl, ain't nobody about to sit here and schedule a meeting, schedule a meeting to tell you that you got me fucked up. Like nobody's going (laughs) to do that. (laughs) But after like sitting down and really listening, I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. I get I get why you need that. Yeah. You I know? think it, it even goes back to protecting your peace, too. Yep, yeah. exactly. So one of the things in, in our household, I'm always saying, you know, check yourself at the door, protect your peace. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't know, as individuals, you don't know what your spouse has dealt with through that day. Mm-hmm. So you could come in and have, you know, a whole bunch of things you want to tell them, and it's completely negative. Mm-hmm. And you may have the intentions to actually help. Yeah, but right. Still, there's no consideration of what they dealt with prior to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, give me that moment or at least kind of gauge where we are. Let's have this conversation at a different time, but yeah. check in with me first. So yeah. that way, you know, whatever you're trying to come up with, come at me with, it's not going to blow up into something completely different and yeah. unnecessary. Now right. we're arguing yeah. because, yeah. It was and nobody understands. Yeah. yeah. You're not hearing me. I'm not hearing you. Yeah. Okay. Um... Going on to our next question, and I guess, Kay, for this one, 
We can start with you. All right. Um, have you ever had to redefine who you are, for better or for worse? Um, if you haven't had to do it in the past, are you currently doing it? If so, what's the outcome? Um, absolutely. Um, when it comes to work. Um, Explain. I am a completely different person at work. Um, I feel like I'm a pretty easygoing person. Like, when I'm not at work, I'm pretty easy going, laid back, kind of go with the flow person. When you're not you know, at work. When I am at work. Yeah, when I'm not at work. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, you know, as long as I don't hate it, sure, mm-hmm. type of a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, at work, because of the type of work that I do, I can't be that way or someone can get hurt. I can be hurt. A patient can be hurt. Um, I have to be very assertive. Um, I have to be almost all-knowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I have to be physically always ready to be jumped or jump on someone when it comes to protecting people or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... Can I interject? Sure. Do you think that's why you are the way you are outside of work? Like, is it like a part of like kind of freedom, like not having to be the decision maker? Probably. Not- <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I, I've learned that actually when I was in the prison system. Uh, when I worked in the prison system, I wasn't in prison. By the I way. know. I was like, <laughs> I was, that sounds I, like you were I in prison. I worked well, in yeah. the prison system for about three years. And I think absolutely in the relationship that I was in when that happened, um, that was always an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I need you to make decisions. I need you to, I need you to, uh, you know, have some, it, it, almost like I need you to have input. Like you, we're both in this relationship. Mm-hmm. I need you to have input on what we're doing, our life, and let, or whatever. And that was that. It still can be an issue sometimes, right? Um, um, it's because I make the decisions all day long, mm-hmm. and when I go home, I just I don't want to do that because like, people you know don't really I mean? understand how mentally draining that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I and I think I think there has to be a balance, mm-hmm. and I'm learning to do that or whatever. Um, because when you do, this is another thing, when I do decide that I have an opinion, then it becomes an issue because now I've switched up. I'm like, so since when you got some right? Exactly. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just like, dang, like we said this last, okay, last and it's it. like, man, you have, you have your way 99% of the time. Give me this 1%. Damn. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, you don't have to work for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. Um, so you're redefining you at home because obviously with you being the decision maker and the one that has to keep the peace, Mm -hmm. you can't really do that with work. Okay. Right. So when you're at home, you're saying you're having to redefine being so like nonchalant and upcoming off careless. I can come off very, absolutely. I I've been told this by, it's not just by my current girlfriend. I've been told this by pretty much everybody I've ever been with. So I know it's not them. It's me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so that's something that I had to, you know, like you come off just blase. Oh, about things. You I come off just very, just like, 
shoulder shrug mm-hmm. about yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm not a very excitable person on top of that. Mm-hmm. Now that gets on my nerves. So you be having they such like, good oh. shit to say and Kate be like, oh, that's cool. That's, that's awesome. awesome. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. people like, are like, how are you, you not excited? <laughs> it comes off as ungrateful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just not that. I'm just, I'm not easily excitable. And then when you have a laid back personality on top of that, you just, oh, you just lazy. <laughs> Like, you just don't give a damn about nothing. Right, huh? that's what it means. You, know what I mean? like, you don't never give a fuck. You know, I was like, that's not that's not me at all. That's I not, can hit, that's I not can hit all. the lottery and Cape like, that's awesome. That's, awesome. that's cool. Can, can I have a dollar? Send me a check. Yeah, can right. I have a dollar? You know, that's awesome. You know, but yeah, that's something that I'm working on, though. That's something that I, I have to work on because like we've talked before, like there's a lot of code switching going on with my life mm-hmm. when it comes to who I am at work, who I am at home, who I am with family, who I am with friends. Like Kayla was saying, those are all different Kaylins. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's hard to work on the true you when there's multiple yous. Yes. Now, how yes. often are yeah. you by yourself? Um, <laughs> I'm not. Hmm. I'm, never I'm like, when I drove here, I was alone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little better off than you guys because I don't have better. children. I know you make it sound like um, we're better. Uh, or whatever. So I, I get. You poor I souls. Get, yeah. I'm like, Y'all make me tired just talking about you guys' schedules. It makes me really like, you are really la- a lazy piece you of shit. See you should see my know what I mean? like, Wow. You know, leave after. But you, you don't do shit like, all day. Man, <laughs> I, you don't do shit. Like, what are you complaining about? But um, I, I get I get some alone time or whatever. Um, but I don't think I utilize it the way it should be You'd utilized. Be You'd be sleeping because yeah. I'm always doing something. Like I'm always worried about this. I'm a warrior. Mm-hmm. Like not a warrior. A warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I, can be a, confirmed. I can be a warrior too but like i'm a worrier i'm i've always been a worry wart that's hard mm-hmm. to say by the way um so if i'm not thinking about something about my life i'm thinking about somebody i'm close to or a loved one or a family member or or whatever trying to always just try to figure something out because Kay is you know an I mean? amazing so. child like i suck as a child especially when i got grown <laughs> like <laughs> It was like the more grown I got, like the more I sucked as a child. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, I'm gonna have to schedule you in. Yeah. Like it's not. First of all, I got a whole bunch of kids. I love my right. mama. <laughs> first yeah. of all, your mama love you back. <laughs> that lady love Ooh, me. Don't like, do listen, when I tell y'all, Kayla is no, spoiled. It's unhealthy. It's Ugh. unhealthy. She be like. Mm-mm, I don't want to pay that. I'm about to send this over to Aisha to tell her to pay for childcare. <laughs> like, it. Kayla is it's a brat. Like, I yeah. want her mother to adopt me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, um, Aisha, you ain't even got to give me no money. Just, like, come pick up these kids sometimes. <laughs> like, fix me a plate. When I say a ride or die, mm-hmm. now, I don't, wanna, I don't want my kids to turn out like Kayla. <laughs> But Aisha Amazing. is goals as a mom. Yeah. yeah. She's it's like, I'm going to talk some shit, but I got you. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to tell you about yourself. She's my very shit. honest. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. But I got you. Right. That's like, awesome. she's goals for mm-hmm. real. She's, yeah. She's a good one. So, yeah. like, I could go on about Aisha. She's amazing. <laughs> like, Kayla's unworthy <laughs> of, her, of her mama. <laughs> That's my girl. I know yeah. she's my girl too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's like Kay is just like she literally have days set aside where 
I'm going to go chill with my dad or she does this for her mom. Like I try to see my parents every single week. I try to check in with my siblings as much as possible. Yeah. Like I've always kind of been that. Like, again, I said it earlier, that cornerstone, Mm -hmm. that anchor. I'm going to be big mama. I might not ever have no kids, but like, like my nieces, nephews, and stuff like that. Like, oh, no, the nieces and nephews, I got. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm probably gonna be big mama at one point. I'm probably gonna be that person. Yeah, I just think it's just natural. Um, But like, uh, yeah, it's just. You think that comes from your childhood? I think so. I think think from from not giving a shit. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean not giving a shit? Because you're like, sure, we can go do that. Sure, I'll do this for you. Well, sure. I, I think it's just because I've always been free to do it. Like I, I've, I don't have kids. Mm. I don't. I, you know, I've had. Even though I'm in a relationship, I, I, it's not like I'm in a relationship where there's boundaries when it comes to you can't go see your girls, yeah, or you can't go see your boys, or you can't do this. I need you here. Or I need you there. So I've always had the the freedom, yeah, to say, uh, um, <laughs> there was this meme. And it was like um, your friends who have families or kids and then your friends who are single or whatever. And it says, hey, you want to go to Africa in two days? <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah. like, Nick. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot where I was for a second. Like, listen, I got kids. I can't go to Africa in they're two like, days. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I, I got some money in the bank account. Let's go to Africa. They're like, you know what I mean? Kids. Be on group lines. <laughs> oh, this is for yeah. uh, $532 for six <laughs> days. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so, like, I got the money, but uh, yeah, <laughs> right. So I think I've, I just have the capability to do those things. I, I'm, I'm with it. Like if, if I, if I got it, let's go. You know what I mean? I'm so like, I think I'm not just, even talking about the capability. I'm talking about like your heart. Yeah. Oh. You're just loving and <laughs> like, sweet. And oh. just like you just like are so thoughtful and like, well, thank even you. Even that Stop. once, like after a Stop. while, it's like, I need to go check on my old man. So you know what I'm saying? And I just be like, they're like, hey, when did you talk to your brothers? I'm like, I don't know. Have you talked to them? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know. That's your vibe you give off too. Like you walk in, I'm like, where's Kay? I need a hug. Mm-hmm. She gives the best. I'm hugs. the mama bear. Yeah, of the, I'm just, and by the, I'm the oldest of the crew, by the way, as well. So I think that probably put you know. You be all the babies' yeah. birthdays, and you don't got no babies. You just but love Kay is also naturally like. She said it on so many episodes now. Like she is naturally the caretaker. Like uh-huh. even though she yeah. ain't got nobody kids. No, but no. Like she, but and I kind of when we touched on childhood. Yeah, yeah. Because like, even when we would go out, like you know, we get shit faced. Like we go out with she, the girls. I could tell she was like at your bachelor at night, like. I felt like she was just kind of like she was at work on like, <laughs> touch one of them. Sometimes yeah, it's touch you. one of it's, them. It's hard to that persona that that yeah. mask you put on, and then at you get work, so careless around Kay. Like, yeah, we would uh, be dancing. Like again, we'd be drunk. Yeah, and Kay was always the DD. Yeah. Like she's I'm always not, the not really a drinker either. She's not yeah. a drinker and she's always responsible. She was like, Well, if you guys are gonna be drinking, I just won't have anything. Yeah. She's like drinking like, water with the Dude, there's something called Uber. Like we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but like she would be the D D and so like we'd be drunk, so like we're just dancing in circle and we always dance together. Like in yeah. a circle. Like, we don't yeah. inter- and it's enough of us. So we're not entertaining anybody in our own who world. Wants to twerk on anyone nowadays. But know? like people, people still think. think that. So man yeah. will come up like, oh she cute. Man, when I tell you Kay will swoop you real quick, <laughs> she'll get you like okay. and you just be like, oh shit, what I do? <laughs> Sorry. Uh oh. And then it was just like she's just naturally yeah. 
Like you Stop. said, you care. You just naturally a protector. That's what should have been your definition of who are you, a yeah, protector. protector. Yeah. Even your job, your life, yeah. Yeah, like that just fits you. Oh, I try. You're a warrior. I'm a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Okay. So then, awesome. Kayla? Dang, what was the question? I know, we been, we went on a whole bunch of tangents. Oh, tangent. tangent. Just like, have you ever had to redefine? Because you were talking about... You know, you as a mom, taking time. Like, Mm -hmm. So have you ever had to redefine yourself? And then what was the outcome? And if you are currently, like, what are you doing to do so? Yeah, I feel like um, I'm still currently on that journey. Um, Same with you, my mental health. I'm, like, looking into what my job offers for some therapy sessions Mm because I feel like the same. Like, I'm in denial with some of the things. People will bring things to my attention. I'm like, I'm like, I don't do that. So I feel like I really want to focus on my mental health. I'm a psychology student too. And I know how oh, important mental health right. is, especially in the black community. It's not taken seriously at, at all, all. At, at all. all. Mm-hmm. So um, that's somewhere I'm really starting. And then with my health in general, you know, I had weight loss surgery a year and a half ago and I've lost like over hundred pounds. So that's something I'm still working on and constantly trying to do. And then getting yeah. on my fitness goal. Cause I lost all my weight, but then I wasn't really like taking care of myself. I was right. just like, oh, I'm skinny, but I have no muscle. Right. <laughs> I was a, like, it was like, unhealthy. You can be skinny and not be in shape. Yeah. Not in shape yes. at all. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. so I think those things, I'm still trying to redefine myself and then always on my spirit, spiritual journey. Um, and then just reading my little books. I feel like you always, always, always encourage me to read. I'm like, let me find a it's self-help so book. Magical. <laughs> it is so magical. She is good for that. She is it good is for magical. that. Magical. It is. So I think. Like here here yeah. Amber go again with another book. Another book. <laughs> focusing yeah, on my mental. <laughs> my mental mental is what I'm really focusing on right now in my season. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. What about you, Miss Amber? McIntyre. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> don't be saying that. You know, I'm about to Facebook her. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to find that. <laughs> um, for me, it's definitely something that, um, a journey that I'm still on. But I'm learning that it's always going to be a journey that we're on. Like, yeah. it's always, it's. Absolutely. If Yeah. It's not a set destination. You know what I'm right. saying? Because, like, even. When I was trying to figure out who I wanted to become, I had to first determine who I used to be. Mm. Yeah. You know Oof. what I'm saying? Like, in that, first of all, I'm ashamed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, legit. Like, especially if I think, if I take the person I used to be and who I want to become. Yeah. Like, I'm shamed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because not only was, like, I lazy, ignorant. Um, like, like truly not knowing, like yeah, I've yeah. never been like super ratchet or really out here, Yeah, but I got complacent, mm-hmm. you know, I got I complacent I'm at right now. with yeah. going to work every day. And to be mm-hmm. honest, I think I will never tell him probably to his face cause he arrogant. I think my husband, like I really, really do. He is a natural born entrepreneur. Like yeah. it makes him sick to work for someone else. Yeah. Like he'd rather be like, all right, everybody eating noodles because I'm not going to punch nobody clock. Like <laughs> right. he's just naturally an entrepreneur. He has to work for himself. He has to be his own leader mm-hmm. because he also don't like the way people do things. Yeah. Right. Um, and so like kind of just looking at him, like I want that freedom. You know, now, and especially because I don't like how he be doing money and stuff. <laughs> and then when he starts saying, like, well, I worked for it, I'm like, oh, you would never tell me that. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. 
but like just the freedoms like if he oversleeps it's fine you know what i'm right. saying like he talks to his customers like i'll be there between five and eight you right. know what I'm, saying? I'm like that's acceptable right right excuse me like you don't have to put this in the calendar <laughs> um, yeah so like just reflecting with him um so like i got really really complacent at one time like especially like we were talking about as a mom you know what i'm saying like I got to this point where it's like, I'm not living my life for me. And I think that is such a stupid societal thing mm. that we tell moms, like your life is no longer yours yes. because you have yes. babies. And life I believed over. that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like wholeheartedly, like I'm living for my children. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it took me to see KR moms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who don't know what to do when their yeah. kids are gone. Yeah. You know, at that moment, that's when they do the self-reflections right. and start doing the inward journey. And I'm not trying to be 50, trying to talk about just who now. am I. Yeah, just figuring it out. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hit that type of depression. Yeah. Um. So I had got complacent. I felt like I was ignorant. Um. I truly felt like my roles defined me. Mm. You know, I felt like I think that's I think that's why it's so hard for us when you ask that question about who are we and it. My first thought was, what are my roles? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I'm you a know. sister. I'm an auntie, right? Yeah, yeah. and I think I, it's because we take pride in our roles. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. especially depending on like all of us in this circle, we have an amazing work ethic. Mm -hmm. When you have a work ethic, like you typically take pride in anything you do. Yes. Yes. Like I know this ain't half-assed. Anybody could look at it yeah. and my mm -hmm. shit's together. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you end up taking pride in that, but yeah. we don't take pride in just being us. Right. Like just us as ourselves and we shy away from saying how amazing we are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we really do. And I know that, for instance, I know that I'm an amazing person because not, a, we talked about it before, not a lot of women have a group of women friends. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It takes a special person to sit there and have a lot of women friends because women typically come with jealousy. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. oh, it's about me. It's about me. Yeah. The cattiness. You take shit personal. Competition. Competition. Absolutely. So, like, not a lot of women have that. Like, I have that. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, like, three different group chats of just women. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then these aren't just, no, I, first of all, I'm at a point now where I can't just be affiliated with just anybody. Yes. Like, these are women really that did. benefit my life. Like, yep. it's so important. Yep. Yes. Because Kayla, let me tell you, she used to make me mad. Because <laughs> I just like, what value are they giving you? And that's that selfish part where I think selfish has a very bad rep. Mm -hmm. Like, you've yeah. got to be selfish. Like, to a degree, absolutely. A relationship has to be beneficial mm. in any relationship. Yes. Yep. Friendship, relationships. I don't fuck if it's your mama, your brother, yes. your sister, your yeah. cousin. If you do not add value to me, there's no point for me. Like, you are taking up unneeded, like, unneeded space. Like, yeah. I could put yes. somebody else there that will add value to me, that will get me closer to the person right. I'm becoming. Yeah. And, and and it's unfortunate that some people see that as being disloyal. Yes. And I think yes. that's just unfortunate. Well, I found that people think it you're a bitch. Yeah. Like you're a bitch for expecting me to add value to you, which is crazy. Right. I think my confusion was always, or not my confusion, but my just how I thought about it was, Oh, well, because we've been friends for so long. Right. Like, yeah. We have to stay yeah. friends. Because and you of were history. Like, yeah, you were like, there's no value in this relationship. And I'm like, damn, you're right. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. out here like, 
you know, moving and grooving, going to school and, and trying to like do better, something. And yeah. And but I feel I like it's, it's just a weight. Thinking like about your future. I'm like, Kayla, in 30 years, like you're going to be like, well, yeah, we go to the club. Yeah. Like yeah. 30 years of friendship yeah. and all you got is going to the club. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I, I can text that, you about some drama. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I think that goes on when, when Tierra was on the, on the podcast that you surround yourself with people you want to be or better. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think there's huge value in that if you want to mm -hmm. grow as a person. Yep. Cause yeah. like, and I think you have to have that battle too, where, cause like you say, people that's doing what you are doing or better. Mm -hmm. Um, there's not like, so you have to like weigh out the part of what you're doing. Right. Right. Because, not everybody's going to have their own business. Not everybody's right. going to be in higher roles in corporate America. Right. So, like, are we just talking about progressing? Just right. as long as this person's progressing, are we talking about their mental state? And I think that's where the boundaries come from, and that's when you have to do that self-reflect yeah. yes. and determine who do you want to be around. Yes. Like, already I know that I cannot be around anybody that don't add any type of value to my life. Mm -hmm. right. Like, it's unacceptable for me at this point. And it's because I know the person I am becoming, like right. the person that I want to become, that person's not going to affiliate with this person. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then also you have to realize that affiliation is not only do they not add value, sometimes they take away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like um, having those people like in the beginning of the podcast, I'm telling you guys, Kayla, you've helped me with this. And then at this towards the end, you're like, yeah, Amber helps me with this, mm -hmm. whether yeah. it's the book mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. it's go to school or yeah. whatever, you know, it's adding value to that friendship mm -hmm. and it don't have to be anything extravagant. Right. right. Yeah. It's not like, oh, they've put $5,000 into my business. Right. No, right. it's like, and honestly, the things that don't revolve around money typically are the most beneficial. Yep. Yes. They have yeah. the the best impact. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying people that pour into you, that invest into you in different type of ways. Yeah. So for me, because I know we went on a tangent, just to wrap up that question, I'm still on the redefining who I am yes. um, because I let my roles tell me who I was. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm no longer willing to do that. Um, I am also learning to what I like. That was something I didn't know. I had no idea what I liked. I knew what I was good at, mm -hmm. but like, I, I had no idea what brings me joy. Like my kids, just them being them bring me joy, but taking care of my kids don't bring me joy. Right. Like no one wants to cook for you. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to clean your bedroom for the third time in a row. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that necessarily don't bring me joy, mm -hmm. but like sitting there playing a game with them brings me joy. So yeah. it's, it's a difference, but self like what do you like to do and that's where the podcast came from yeah like I know I like being in a room full of strong-minded women mm -hmm. like it does something to me because it talks to the woman in me not yeah. the mother in yeah. me not the wife in me it talks to Amber you know what I'm saying yep. and so being able to pull god I like how you take care of yourself yeah okay teach me mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. how mentally how do you do that like damn I like how you are so confident in who you are when you walk in the room. Damn, right. teach me how you do that. Yeah. Yes. Like, I love that you know who you are and it's unapologetic. Like, even though it may not be who you are or who you are, this is me. Like, 
it is what it is. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. teach me how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because when you start picking from this person and this person and you put that into your own way, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Into your own practice, that's how you start growing. Yeah. Because you Absolutely. don't know what you don't know. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Learned I've that. never, my entire life, I've always sucked at hair. I've always sucked at being a girl. My entire <laughs> fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> it was like t-shirt, jeans, some slides. We good. Yeah. And your Nikes. And my Nikes. So and when I got shoes. to corporate America, it was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. And at first it was still like, because Kayla, this is where you help too. We have a mutual friend as well. And so my our mutual friend is kind of the same way. We being like freaking leggings. North face jackets. North face jackets. Yeah. Okay. And our cube, because like my thing was, I, sometimes I think logical. My clients can't see me. Right. Like, why do I have to trust that they can't see me? Right. But it was like, oh, you're the person that gave me the promotion. So right. <laughs> what you think matters, actually. Right. Oh, okay. So Kayla was like, bro, it's not about what job you have says so it's like what you want yeah mm-hmm. you have yeah. to dress for the right and i was like want. girl that don't you matter good when, you look good. when you look yes. good absolutely it does yes. it does you'd be like i'm bad like when you had your hair pressed out for them interviews yeah you First was feeling all, yourself actually no because y'all was being rude in the office uh-uh. <laughs> and i was like you're so pretty i was like oh <laughs> so i'm not in the other side wow <laughs> they was like you should do this more often i was like oh. you guys should probably stop <laughs> trying to give me compliments you're it's good. <laughs> it is, but i think kind of like we were talking about the affirmations in the mirror or yeah. waking up early like you got to get through that awkward that tired yeah like you have to work through that part of it mm-hmm. and then I, that's where i fail with physical self-care i've never because i'm a i'm a creature of habit I've never stuck to it to the point where it became a habit where it truly made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I only got to the part where it was a hassle and then it was like, ah, this is too much. I don't want to do it. (laughs) And so I don't know. Like I just, that's what I like. I just like to be surrounded by women that are kind of like on the same course of progression. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Just wanting to better yourselves, no matter if it is, taking a class, going to school to get a degree, um, reading a self-help book just Mm -hmm. to make your marriage better, making you a better person, a better friend, a better sister, or whatever. You're taking a cooking course. It can be anything just to progress you as a person to be better. Yep. So for my personal life, I like that in women. But then ultimately, like, I realize, like, I like to motivate people to be their best selves. Like, I really do. do it well. Like, it's one of them things where it's like, I have empathy, but I'm not going to coddle you. Right. Absolutely. Like, yep. come on, bro. Like, this is what you want to do. Why are you not doing it? Right. And then, you know, we all be like, well, I got the kids or I have time. I'm like, you're going to have them in five years. Yeah, figure it <laughs> out. Like, like, yeah. figure the kids going to yep. stay yep. be there. They yep. still going to be there. So you're just not going to live for 18 years. That's, yeah. Right. That's how I felt with school. You were like, you might as well. I'm like, okay. That's where I'm at are. now. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm about to be 34 years old. I don't want to be that person going right back to school and starting over and, I think I was just talking to something. I was just talking to somebody about this. Like I'm definitely going through that third, that I think everybody in their thirties kind of go through that midlife crisis that like crap, I'm in my thirties. I should be farther along. I should be society. They give us this. Holy crap. Like this is where like you should have it figured out. Right. So I'm supposed to have all mm -hmm. the materialistic things, your house, your car, your pension. Right. Right. Like bro, it ain't enough time for, (laughs) especially if you're going to school, you got Mm -hmm. your entry level 
positions. It's yeah. not realistic. Yeah. Not at all. Just like fucking so, jobs. They want nope. you to have four years of experience and they want you to have a degree. <laughs> I just like when I'm going to do that and right. be under 25, sir. <laughs> right. Right. I'm 22. And you're not even right. going to pay me for it. So. Yes. Right. They yes. don't want anybody old, but you can't be too young. And then you want that deep like, um, pick your battle. It's unrealistic. That's just not. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's why you got a network. It's about who you know. Yeah, absolutely. Which is so... Don't even get me started. <laughs> it's scam. That makes me so mad sometimes. Um, so we have two more questions. Okay. Kind of got to run through them because okay. we already kind of over. This one just be slightly longer, you guys, but I know you guys will enjoy it. So, um, Shay, we're going to start with you. Ah. What was the leading cause that made you realize you had to regain focus on yourself? Ew, when I slipped into depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what type of depression? Was it just like you didn't want to get up and do nothing? Um, I had absolutely no motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I had anxiety attacks because I felt so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I felt like I set these goals for myself and just never reached them, even though I had accomplished them plus whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw myself as being this little person in a big world. Mm-hmm. So no matter what anyone told me, friend, family, or foe, I'm just like I don't hear you. Right. Yeah. Um. But I, I think the pivotal moment in that darkness was knowing that I still had a support circle. Mm-hmm. Um. No matter what was going on, I still had people praying for me. I still had mm-hmm. people that was just like, "Yo, we love you. It's gonna be okay." Right. Um. And and actually taking that time to just open up. And say, okay, y'all, I feel weak. Because mm. normally I'm seen as the strongest person. But what we fail to realize is that most of the strong people that we see are dealing with some of the weaknesses mm-hmm. that we just tend to reject or don't even yeah. you know, consider. Your, your strongest friends tend to be the most worn out. The most, the most yeah. Wor- yeah, yeah. The, the most worn out and the most broken. Yeah, mm-hmm. the most broken, depleted, like just empty. Yeah. And that is something that I knew all too well, both spiritually, emotionally, mentally. So just mm-hmm. taking that time to say, okay, God, I need you. And him saying, open your eyes. I'm right here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't going nowhere, girl. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's you. Like, okay. Come on, let's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you tripping. Um, I, I I guess you could say uh, seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Now, don't get me wrong. It's still a journey. Right. Absolutely. Um, but knowing that it's going to be okay, leaning into that journey, embracing that journey, even with its hardships, rocks, whatever, detours, everything. <laughs> um, that's when I knew that everything was going to be okay, and, and, you know, I had to redefine myself holding on to that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay, regardless of what you go through. So, you know, you talk about having a group of people or just surrounding yourself by the people that you want to uh, grow from, mm-hmm. having that, that circle of women the biggest thing that stood out to me was having somebody that was just like open, yeah, you know, unfiltered, saying that yeah, uh, it's hard, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not easy, right? This yeah. stuff sucks, but you can get through. But it. But you can do yes. it, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's what I became. Okay, um, I, like you guys have said earlier, I I think when it comes to this question, I'm still in my journey mm-hmm. with with that, um, but for me, it was definitely you. Um, it was like, you know, what's next or, you know, what, what are you striving for? And I'm just like, mm, I don't know, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I applied to school. I got accepted to school and <gasps> I got, um, going to start a certification here soon for something. But, um, um, 
for me, my butt's it doing was, a happy dance. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm like for twitching you. in my seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop, <laughs> stop. Um, for me, I was just tired of being tired. Mm. Um, I was tired of getting up and thinking to myself, "What the heck are you doing with your life?" Or what? You know, this is not what you envisioned your life to be. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, you really have to just kind of give yourself that pep talk. You know, you you know, if you ain't pissing, get off the pot. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, Type yeah. of a yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and in uh, and, and, and seeing my, my peers elevating themselves and then me being in the same spot, I think that um, definitely uh, makes you self-reflect. When you're getting left behind, mm-hmm. you know. So at least you weren't one of them people that was like, "They're all fake." <laughs> Whatever. Because there are some yeah. people that like even still don't get inspired. Think, um, Kayla. Sorry, yeah, my husband just walked in the living room with his underwear. On. <laughs> so everybody kind of like having a moment. Uh, what's the question? Um, <laughs> what what uh, moment like made me realize I need to redefine myself? Mm-hmm. Oh, so many. Mm. Um, when you have kids, journey. yeah, when you have kids, I feel like after every kid, I'm like, dang, mm. I'm just a mom breastfeeding the <laughs> baby. Again. Like that's that's milk machine. Rough. Yes, that's rough. And then I think being laid off, that was a moment. But I, I probably most recently, um, like Shay said, I feel like my anxiety and depression during COVID and like the pandemic and the yes. unknown and yeah. are we, we going to have job? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the beginning of that, I was so depressed and I would FaceTime Amber and our mutual friend. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. and my anxiety was so bad and you don't even realize it's your anxiety until you're, you're like, oh, my God, is my heart's beating fast. <laughs> right. like, yeah. I'm, I can't I'm breathe. I'm sweating. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, I need to get together because at the end of the day, I mean, you're still a mom. You have kids that you do live for. You're, you're right. still a wife. And I do have, like you said, a family. I, I come uh, from a very large family. I have five siblings. And just mm-hmm. to know that I still have such a huge group of people, um, friends and family rooting, by, yes. you know, you know, cheering mm-hmm. you on. It's kind of like you don't want to disappoint them, but then you also owe it to yourself to right. get mm-hmm. your shit together. Exactly. So I would definitely say most recently COVID and just like dealing with depression, and anxiety and realizing that I have an issue and not even an issue. I feel like it's such a normal thing, anxiety, and people don't even realize how right. how common it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah, realizing that you, you want to get, you know, seek help. Yes. Just mm-hmm. really address it head on. Yes. Okay. Um, for myself, it sounds kind of cliche. Mine was the constant fights with my husband. Um, because, like, when you start listening to yourself, it was like, you're supposed to make me happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're the reason I'm not happy. You're the reason why, like, my life sucks. Right. You know, and it was just like, Bro, why would you give him that type of power mm, to, yeah. like, make yes. you so unhappy, too? Yes. Like, why? So that's when I realized, like, that's your responsibility. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure because, like, even if I gave him something to fix and he fixed it, because that core issue isn't resolved, oh, yeah. it's just going to move on to something else that I'm yeah. unhappy about. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to give him a task of fixing that as well. And he's and like, dang. 
that yeah yeah because honestly that's where it comes from so like now he's like what's the point of even trying you're just always unsatisfied right so at first because i'm very much a goal setter Mm -hmm. so like i'm that's one thing i can't be apologetic for i'm never going to apologize for striving to be a better me Mm -hmm. but i had to learn to separate goals and happiness Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it took a very long time for me to separate the two and when I did, I realized, like, oh, like, I'm responsible for me. Yeah. Right. Like, I can't deliver you a damaged package and expect you to utilize it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I can't do that. That's Woo! unfair. Yes. It's yes. unfair, yeah. It's completely unfair. You know, like, it's unfair for you to be like, okay, now make that work. Yep. Right. And that's yeah. supposed to make me happy. And yeah. that's supposed to fulfill me because you're my husband. You're obligated to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, like, you don't even know how to do that. Yeah. Right. How you expect him to do it? What am I supposed to do? Because yeah. their cup isn't even full most of the time. And yeah, yeah, like, he's right. got to figure out yeah. his own shit. Yep. Absolutely. And he got a lot of shit. <laughs> like, he's got to figure that out. So, like, and as a man... They don't want to sit here and tell you, I can't figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't want to tell you that you that burden is too heavy. Yeah. You know, so it was just like, it's so unfair because, and it also got to a point where I've realized like his issues, because I'm a problem solver, you know, yes. like I typically like, well, what are your goals? Let me figure out how to help you get that. Right. Because yeah. helping you, know you is going to help me. It's yeah. going to help me. But then I'm, I also, me. I'm yeah. fueled. It satisfies me to know that the person I love is happy or they right. reached a goal yeah. and it's like it was frustrating and it became addictive a little bit to me because it was like i am determined to fix you right. like i'm going to fix you yeah but then you there's feel, no way i'm gonna fail but on the uh, but on the flip side it's like i think that's starts resentment too because i'm trying to fix you but you can't fix me it yeah. does it's you know, like so it just it's a whole domino effect. Absolutely. And it all resulted back to you, me. Yeah. Because like you feel deplenished because you're fixing something that's not your responsibility to, to fix. fix. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's not even within your will. That is between him and God. Like you mm-hmm. have to do that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You are supposed to present a happy husband. I am to so present hard. a happy wife. Yeah. And the obligation comes from, I'm supposed to be the support to allow you to fix you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got to, if I have to have the kids and risk my lunch break so that you can go to therapy, I have to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. As your wife, you know what I'm saying? But I do not have to try to fix your problem. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's when it was like being human, you need to fix this. You need to fix this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And then it was like, bro, what do you need to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no way all these fights are him. And then my husband is like so mindless. He's like, you're perfect. You don't have to fix anything. I love you. He loves you. No, that makes me mad sometimes. I'm like, bro, (laughs) feedback is needed to grow. Like, I need that. And he was like, really? I wouldn't change anything. Yes, yeah, well, Until buddy. we get into an argument, exactly. then all of a sudden, you don't do this. this you this. suck at this. I can't tell you the last time right. I had a home-cooked meal. <laughs> right. And I'm like, where the fuck was this? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely was mine, just like all of our fights. Um, and I find myself holding him accountable for my happiness. And it was like, I can't. he asked me one time, like, what do you want? I was like, I just want you to do it. You're like, I don't know. And then that's when it was just like, damn, I don't know. What do I want? Yeah. Yes. Like, and then I'm mad at him for knowing what he right. wants. Right. Yeah. You know, because like I spend so much time on him and the kids and he gets to focus on himself. Oh, yep. Um, yeah. And I wish a lot of women did pick that up from men. I typically don't say what I think women should get from men. 
um, I used to be mad at men for being selfish. Selfish, yeah. Yeah. I like I, it used to piss me off, and when I started to self reflect and appreciate my self time, it had me rethinking a lot of things, and yeah. it's like. How can I take care of you if I'm not whole myself? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's a balance. Like, even, like when it, the analogy was the airplane ride, right? We just went on a family trip. Mm-hmm. And when they're going over the spill of your face mask, you have to put yours on yours first. On yep. Because Absolutely. if you pass out, ain't no way you're going to help your kid. Ain't no right. Nobody. Ain't no yep. way you're going to help your wife. Like, you have got to get the oxygen first mm-hmm. and then help somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's how I think of self-love. You know what I'm saying? Like... I've got to get the oxygen first. I have to put my own mask on. So, nice. Kayla, who are you? Ooh. I think that I am, I don't want to use the word strong because it sounds so cliche, but I want to think, I like to think that I'm like a foundation mm-hmm. um, like for myself and my kids. And um, I feel like once I make a decision on things, I stand on it. I went back to school. I'm standing on it. I'm still mm-hmm. working full time. I'm standing on it. Like, virtual learning in the household while mm-hmm. working 40 plus hours like I'm standing wow. on that so I like to think that I'm a foundation like I've been through nonsense and and heartbreaks and mm-hmm. trials and tribulations and I'm still questioning you know every other day what am I doing am I doing you know is this right but I still like to think that I'm standing strong in my journey so I'm yeah. a foundation okay okay that's yeah. beautiful yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I think uh, to piggyback on you I I I w- would like to think that I am the pillar of the community that I've created with my loved ones and my family and my friends and that I'm a protector mm-hmm. and someone that a confidant, someone that can you can come to and unload on but also um someone who can speak into someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much an empath. So um, I think that plays a huge role in um, who I am. And um, I just hope that when I do have those spidey senses or those, those empathic episodes that I have the knowledge and the um, discernment to use that in a positive way and to still protect myself from the negative. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I want to have a legacy when I'm gone to be that kind, generous person that everybody just, gravitated to and I left that mark on them to to be those type of people as well mm-hmm. and to be successful and um and to give love just to be you know there's so much hate in this world there's so much sure. confusion yeah, yes, and and just chaos that I I hope I was the the shelter for someone's chaos Oh, I mm-hmm. like that. Shelter. Mm-hmm. It's a good one, Kay. Shay, who are you? Same person I said before. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Scary. laughs> um, But I, I think to add to that, um, I am also a cycle breaker. 
Mm. Ooh, That's a good one to yes. Yeah. Unnecessary one. Yes. yes. We absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Man, I've listened to three of our episodes, and we say absolutely at the same time quite often. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find a new word. <laughs> absolutely. Um, <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> um, for myself, I am a motivator. Um, I am, (laughs) I am my brand. Yes. Um, and I would have to say I'm a spiritual being. Mm -hmm. I really want to say I'm a mom. I'm really avoiding. Yeah. Because it's a habit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a motivator. I am my brand. I'm a spiritual being. And I'm still sticking with I'm a creator. Mm-hmm. I like it. That is me. So, guys, we are definitely over time. We <laughs> typically have been doing that lately. That just means we're bringing you guys great content. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that's a go. If you have not already, join our community on Facebook. So let's talk about a community. Um, we are actually going to be getting more involved come season two because we're going to be bringing you guys some visuals. Oof. Um, so I'm super excited about it. We'll be going live. We'll be uploading some bloopers. Shay just gave us a great idea. There's plenty. Um, <laughs> we're going to work on doing it on uh, Instagram as well, but beggars can't be choosers. We got to work at it. We're going to get there, though. Yeah. So if you haven't already joined the community, um, obviously like us on Facebook. So let's talk about it as well as Instagram. And until next time, love you guys. Bye. Peace. Bye. Bye.